0: This podcast was recorded from our twice-weekly live stream. To watch this video or see other episodes of The Spiritual Journalist, head to thespiritualjournalist.com or find me on YouTube. You can find a link in the show notes. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Spiritual Journalist. I'm so grateful you found us here, and I'm so excited for today's conversation. We're talking all about the numerology of 2022, and if you're someone like me who is interested in numerology, but doesn't quite fully understand it. Well, this episode is for you. We're going to talk about the basics of numerology, how to figure out your life path number, as well as some other profiles in numerology that I'm excited to explore today. We have numerologist Felicia Bender with us to break it all down and to dive into the numbers of 2022, what this year will bring. So let's get started. I've always been a deeply curious person, talking with anyone who would listen and soaking in as much information as possible. So it's no surprise my love for storytelling led me to a career in journalism. But after nearly a decade working in newsrooms across the West Coast, I realized I wanted to start asking questions you probably wouldn't see on your local news. So I left my job as a morning TV reporter and started The Spiritual Journalist. This isn't just a YouTube channel, podcast, website, or social media page. This is a live conversation where you get to ask questions too because I'm not the expert. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. My goal is to connect you with people who have profound experiences and inspirational stories to share, and will definitely mix a little astrology in too. So if you're like me, you have this insatiable curiosity and you love deep conversations too, Well, this is the place for you. Together each week, we'll explore everything from crystals and tarot to mental health and the environment. There are no wrong questions here. My ultimate goal is for you to come away from each episode with a new perspective and an expanded consciousness. This is a channel for the collective. This is a community for the curious. This is The Spiritual Journalist. Hello. Hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Oh, I'm excited to dish all about numbers and uh, the stars and planets with you. So I
0: cannot wait. You know, you're actually one of the first people who introduced me to numerology. I'm like a total fangirl of the Astro Twins. They're my favorite astrologers. And I listen to your podcast with them, maybe a year, a year and a half ago and I kind of was like, huh, what's my life path number and started to dabble a little bit, but I know there's so much to learn and I'm really excited to get into it today.
1: Okay. We get to go down the rabbit hole together. So,
0: (laughs) Yes, but I love to start all of my interviews with a look at our guest's birth chart because astrology is my wheelhouse Mm -hmm. and I know you're familiar with your birth chart. Um, but I think it's a fun way to introduce people to you and your personality a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, I'm I'm sure you're familiar and if there's anything that comes up for you, feel free to hop in and, you know, let me know, oh yeah, this is why I'm this way or or whatever. (laughs) Uh, But I knew you would have some Capricorn in your chart (laughs) because, or earth energy, um, Mm -hmm. because on your website and in your branding, you call yourself the practical numerologist, right? exactly so your capricorn rising is perfect for that you show up very practically make things easy to understand um but also your business is like very professional for being in like the spiritual realm you know when you go to your website when you go to your page it's very polished very professional very capricorn
1: (laughs) yes very Mm -mm.
0: But it's funny too because you have a stellium in Virgo as well and you know I'm a Virgo um, so I love to see that Virgo energy in your chart but your Mars is in Virgo, your Pluto's in Virgo, your Uranus is in Virgo and so you probably take action from that place of practicality or analysis as well. A lot of your motivation probably comes from analyzing other people as a numerologist. Uh, That's very Virgo energy. But your son is at the very tail end of cancer, and you also have a stellium in cancer. So I'm curious do you have kids, or are you a mom? Because I feel like there's a lot of cancer energy in your chart.
1: Yes, a lot of it's really interesting because cancer Capricorn, I find, because I'm, I'm also Cancer North node, Capricorn South uh. node to add to the confusion so um in in the event but yes i am a mom i have two daughters and uh my oldest daughter is a virgo uh by the way oh, so mm-hmm. love that yes, yes.
0: um Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, I know some astrologers talk about if you have a stellium in one sign, sometimes it can like express as the opposite sign. So I totally see that for you with this opposition between the Cancer Capricorn energy showing up very, practically maybe a little bit more reserved in your marketing and the way you show up but i'm sure behind closed doors or around friends or people you're comfortable with you're quite warm and loving with all that cancer energy probably very nurturing and then you also have a lot of leo energy in your chart so you're kind of jam-packed over here in the sixth seventh eighth houses Uh, Uh, yes yeah leo moon so maybe a little bit dramatic you know when you're feeling either emotional or just very comfortable. Mhm.
1: Well, I do I have a PhD in theater. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so perfect. I yeah. Uh, this is why I love astrology
0: because it just makes so you much sense. You can't make it up,
1: right? You, you really, really can't. can't. Yeah. That's
0: so, so cool. You have a P- mm-hmm. you said a PhD in theater?
1: Yeah, so, you know, bachelor's, wow. master's and a PhD in theater and I've always been um, musically inclined as well. I play the drums, so music, theater, creation. I'm just, I'm a humanities creation person, which is really a funny cosmic joke that I do numerology because um, I hate math more than anything in the entire universe. So um, (laughs) here I am doing numerology. And I say that also for people who think numerology is math because it really isn't. Uh, To me, it's actually a language, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, a study of of um human behaviors and a motive you know motivating factors and everything which is very theatrical in its way so anyway it's just again you put the astrology and the numerology together and i always say with the astro twins you, then you're out of excuses <laughs>
0: right <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about these kind of studies and you know it's really the ultimate practice of looking at yourself analyzing yourself and Mm -hmm. uh, you know a lot of people talk about being it being kind of like a code for our DNA or or however you look at it whatever it is for you it definitely reveals some shadows some strong suits I think Mm -hmm. any sort of um, personality test or astrology or numerology you look into okay so the last thing I do want to touch on because you talked about creation and um, you know theater and and kind of your business coming from this place of creation. Well, your Midheaven is in Scorpio, and your Midheaven, for those who don't know, is kind of your highest potential in your career. So creating, also going deep with people, doing that deep inner work is probably what has gotten you so much success in your career. Um, and then also, you know, your Jupiter being in your third house as well is very like speaking, talking, writing is going to bring you a lot of success in your career, which it already has.
1: And, you know, and again, it's kind of those wonderful things that when you can begin to identify those, you can own it, right? Take ownership of it, Mm. um, which is what I love about, uh, these, what arts and sciences (laughs) Uh, that we that we are the the astrology and the numerology the the art and the science of both of them
0: yeah it's really a blending of the two and the last thing i want to ask you about your chart is i think you're about to go through your second saturn return uh, yes in the next i am a year or so <laughs> have you felt it yet have you started to feel it
1: Don't even get me going. Yes. Yes. uh, Very, 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 very distinctly. Yes.
0: Yeah. I am going through mine as well. So yours is at 17 degrees. I think mine is at like 24 or something. So both of Mm -hmm. us will probably feel it a little bit more in 2022. Yes. And how is that? I mean, has it been jarring for you or because you're so into this, has it been easier to navigate?
1: Well I feel as though that's a great question because I feel like even though we we know the the tools, the astrology, the numerology, everything we still have to experience our lives <laughs> right So the beauty of it is that we can make more sense out of it potentially. It doesn't mean that some of that it's not hard when it's hard or uh, whatever that is. so uh, what I love about it is that I know that this has been coming up so I'm ready for, truly letting everything go and to reinvent so it is what i find the tool helps me is to be open and ready for these things and to to welcome it rather than resist it because that's where the real suffering comes in right when we're like no you know i'm not gonna not gonna do something different so i'm actually really really ready for it and yet it's been it's been um incrementally unfolding for me for a few years now, very, very directly. So does that answer the question?
0: (laughs) Yes, I love that. (laughs) I love that perspective. And I feel the same way. Like I probably last year kind of started to realize mine was coming, it started happening. And Just totally leaned into it, tried to work with it, like you said, rather than resist it. But yours being in your first house, too, probably looks like, you said, kind of a reinvention of self or a renewal of self, um, Mm -hmm. activating, you know, Saturn in your first house. And also funny that Saturn is in your first house because that's a very Capricorn energy, you know. (laughs)
1: Well, maybe funny is I, not the right I, word for it serious seriously I, I, I know i'm I'm joking. you'll get my my funny sense of humor as we go along. well and spoken you it. know and you're a four life path with a lot of eight which so you're very you have a lot of that very hard driving energy yourself and with the Virgo so you you connect with that I would think very very directly, or at least understand I, it, if you know what I mean.
0: I am like drawn to Capricorn energy. My partner is mm-hmm. a Capricorn. All of the like girlfriends I've made, especially through work, have been mm-hmm. Capricorns. And I don't even realize it when it's happening. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, you know, it, I, that's why I love astrology too, because you start to realize the kind of people that you draw in, mm-hmm. what purpose they bring into your life. Um so yeah, thanks for letting me look at your chart. I always get so curious too when I'm gonna interview someone, I'm like, what's their sign? I need to
1: yeah. know <laughs> how how am I gonna how am I gonna communicate best, right? It's totally. Really, yeah, yeah. Now do you feel that way about numerology? Do you kind of
0: look at people and guess their their numbers? Oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: Um often I'm I'm getting pretty darn good at it at least knowing <laughs> <laughs> if not the life path number, I can tell what, you know, uh so, what's what's in their chart overarchingly. So, and I'm sure you're similar with with astrology you can see and don't you love having a community of people where you can have that that shorthand you know say oh well she's an Aquarius 11 life path." so and everyone's like oh okay you know so there's this way of talking about about things that I don't know I really love that that shorthand that we can have together
0: Absolutely. And I think, you know, I've made so many friends in the online space. I've been really intentional the last year about trying to build that community of people, specifically women who are interested in astrology and in the same things as me. Mm -hmm. And having the shorthand is so nice because, you know, I feel like I can be like, okay, like today, like the moon is conjunct Saturn. How are you feeling with other people who are into astrology? And you almost dive into deep conversations without having that threshold you have to cross first, you know?
1: Yeah, without, you can just get immediately into something that has a richer and more in-depth experience. I love it, yeah, I love it.
0: I do too, (laughs) I do too. So for those of us who have not dedicated our lives to studying numerology, Let's talk about the basics. I really want this to be easy for people to understand, especially if they've been Mm -hmm. interested in it. But like astrology, I know numerology can be kind of intimidating the first time you get that report with your life path number and all the different Mm -hmm. numbers that make up you. I want to talk about the -hmm. basics. What is the basis of numerology? When did this study sort of come about?
1: Well, like most ologies, there are different forms. So, with with astrology, there's Vedic astrology, there's Chinese astrology, there's other you know other forms of astrology. So you have to kind of identify where you are on that on that spectrum. For me, I practice Pythagorean numerology. Uh, it comes from Pythagoras. I don't know if were you paying attention in math class, the Pythagorean theorem of geometry. Okay, I love the I Pythagorean theorem. <laughs> Really? Of course you do. (laughs) Of course you do. I don't. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, I was not paying attention at all. I was, you know, I was in band and in theater. So anyway, I was not paying attention in math class. But but if you were, you'll you'll at least recognize it's the same guy. He was a Greek uh, in like in the five hundreds, like five thirty BC. He was a Greek uh, philosopher. Uh, spiritualist he would did astronomy music very kind of quirky guy it would have been he would have been kind of interesting to have dinner with right so oh, totally. he was very <laughs> totally and yet pythagorean numerology comes from him and he actually posits this idea uh, about numbers that are called, that is called numerology. So it is an art and science of numbers that posits the idea that numbers carry with them not only a quantitative value, like one apple, two apples, and so on. It carries with it a vibration and a frequency that, that carries with it data. It carries information. It has influence, right? It's almost like code and it's we can willingly suspend our disbelief in our technical age right to think about i mean computers uh, are you know ones and zeros all the data uh, i mean what is the cloud anyway right i mean we kind of it's all up there all of everything is that how how does that happen, right? How do we do that? So numerology is kind of uh, this matrix of information that comes in whenever numbers show up. So what I use it for, you can use it for all kinds of things. What I uh, prefer to use it for is to uh, work with people and to help people to uh to get more clarity around why they're here and what their challenges might be what their strengths the weak links we can look uh using your name so in astrology you're using your um, date of birth your time of birth and your place of birth for numerology you don't need any of that what you do need except for your date of birth so what you need for a numerology profile is your full name as it appears on your birth certificate. In numerology, we do not believe that's a mistake. (laughs) That is your foundational energy that you check in to work with, to work from. And we'll look at your current name as well to see what that overlay uh, might be for it. And then we look at your date of birth. Then we can do calculations that give you a basic trajectory of cycles of time you'll go through, what, uh, what you're learning, what you're growing through with that, what the challenges, what the opportunities are. And then your core profile, just like in astrology, has your life path number your expression kind of it's kind of like your rising sign has your soul urge uh your birthday has a different and other numbers that come into play where we can really get a depth and breadth of information about um what you're doing and and how to do it in the best possible way so
0: I love that so I have to ask you know you study this how did you get into numerology? We talked about how you were into theater, you were in band. When did numerology sort of enter your awareness? And when was that moment that you were like, okay, I need to dive deeper into this. This really resonates with me.
1: Well, it's really interesting because there's, of course, the long story, and then there's the short story. So um, the, I think the, sh- the short story or the medium-sized story is this. And, and the reason I'm saying this is because I find that a lot of times people come to uh, spiritual t- information or spiritual t- spiritually based tools uh, out of, out of um, a difficult time in life 100%. you know when they're right with a health issue a something that happens that really uh, makes you dive deep and get pretty real and ask those bigger questions and start seeking those other answers for me it was when i was in my early 30s and uh my mother uh my mother passed away and she was she was young she was 59 and we had had, and it was an interesting, we had been very close growing up and she kind of deteriorated with uh, some alcoholism, some other things. So it was very difficult for me and tumultuous being, being the cancer with the mother figure, right? And, and mm-hmm. all of that. So uh, when she passed away, it kind of really broke me open. And I started uh, really, really diving deep into, I became, a, I got uh, certified as a pranic healing energy working pr- practitioner uh, through that modality. I started reading and experiencing everything I could about about all of this stuff, about uh, intuition, about healing, about energy, all of it. I was just, I was an open forum for this. And it really shifted my life dramatically. And yet I have to tell you, I always felt highly intuitive in everything else, but I wasn't ever like the super psychic that could just sit down Mm -hmm. and give you a reading, right? And I was, I'm always kind of skeptical and pragmatic, right? I am the practical numerologist after all. And it wasn't until my youngest daughter was in college and she was you know, seeking her major and all of this stuff and I was in a bookstore and a book kind of literally flew out of the shelf at me. And it was not a book on, it was a book on careers and and intuitive stuff uh, around careers. And I picked it up and I opened it up and it had numerology in it. It had the life path. And um, I would never have opened it up if it was a numerology book, if it were a numerology book, never, ever, ever. And so I did, and I just happened on it and I looked at it and it was that moment. I'm sure those out there have experienced something where you just are like, oh my, this is it right? This, totally. is, this is my thing. It's like, this makes so much sense. I did myself. I did my kids. I did my ex. I did all the, all my family. And I'm like, there is a. And it was something like, this is right here. I can touch it. I can feel it. I can pull it off the shelf. I don't have to ohm in a corner or in a cave forever. I'm saying that. I mean, nothing wrong with that. But totally. it's, it's a very practical, pragmatic, scientific, uh, interpretive art, and that was perfect for me. I, I love the artistry of the interpretation, and yet I love the structure, the Capricorn in me, of uh, of the, the, the science of it.
0: I think it's so interesting that you said, you know, you were kind of going through the spiritual awakening, but you weren't really feeling like psychic abilities, but just looking at your chart, Your eighth house is ruled by Virgo and has all of this Virgo energy. And so I love that you found a very practical, analytical, you know, earthy way of connecting to a higher power or observing Mm -hmm. energy exchange as the eighth house rules. I think that's so fitting for your chart. Um, And so I'm curious, you know, you're going through this, you have this aha moment like, oh, numerology just makes sense to me. I just get this. Mm-hmm. How do you view numbers? You talked about Pythagoras and um, how numbers carry their own data, their own energy. Are you someone who's big into angel numbers? Do, do you feel that you are communicated with through numbers? Uh,
1: ab- absolutely. Uh, what's really fascinating is to go back just a second about the the you know intuition or the psychic nature of things is that mm-hmm. I actually have that capability but it works through the numbers for me and that is even better for me because i can work with people and i i channel whatever i'm channeling as i'm doing the reading and oftentimes words come to me phrases references whatever that make no sense to me whatsoever but that i've learned that I, that it's, you know, I need to say it in all every 100% of the time, a person will say, Oh, my God, that's my mother used to say that to me or whatever, you know, so it has a resonance, that I do not have to understand. And I don't have to take ownership of that, right? I'm just the that that conduit there. And yet for numbers, as I continue working with them, um, I absolutely see repeating numbers, I see I see <laughs> repeating numbers, at different times in my life, I don't see them all the time, but when I'm working on something or if I, I, I will see my birthday almost every day on the clock. Um, and for me, that really indicates as I've come to, to see it that I'm doing what I was born to do. Um, when I see my birthday. So for people, again, you can start looking at the numbers and seeing uh, there are kind of standard ways of looking at what the messaging is and then you can individualize it as to how it really truly speaks to you.
0: That's exactly how I feel about astrology, too. Like, I'm not this psychic person who can just channel randomly, but I feel like when I'm looking at someone's birth chart or even just, you know, I do a daily live stream of the transits, I totally feel like that is my way of connecting, you know, and very Virgo, very practical, as we were just talking about. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about 2022. Um, you know, speaking of angel numbers, a lot of people have been saying, you know, it's a 222 two, two on the calendar. Mm-hmm. It's going to bring good fortune. People are really excited about it. But from a basic numerology standpoint, mm-hmm. what do you see for 2022?
1: Well, I see for 2022, I just see that we are in a significant whatever you want to call it ascension cycle i mean there's a lot of uh, dramatic um things happening in the astrology as you can attest to right Mm -hmm. and the numerology really backs that up (laughs) in many ways and so in numerology we look at different cycles of time if we look at the year 2022 that in numerology is called the universal year so that is the energy that we all experience globally, universally. So it's, it's what we're all going to be swimming in, right? Or experiencing. And I like to look at this more like what's going on politically, what is happening, uh, right? Uh, internationally, what are the key, uh, the key priorities, the key themes, the key issues, the key happenings and experiences that are going on, that uh, that that are 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 happening during a certain period of time? For 2022, it's an easy, easy math, easy math problem: two plus zero plus two plus two. So that's two, four, six. it it is a six universal year the six in numerology is uh the number of nurturing its home Family, Responsibility with the capital R. It has a lot of different tributaries that go with it, the six. It's, it's again, home, family, duty, service, all of those very kind of self-sacrificing, caretaking energies um, and responsibility for the whole, right, for the family. And it's also very visionary. It's very idealistic and visionary. I feel that it's a year globally that is going to be more about kind of this radical revisioning that's going on. Necessity is the mother of invention, right? And so mm-hmm. I think a lot of uh, very significant um, inventions uh, entrepreneurship, other uh, avenues of solving problems, especially with Food, a lot, of, a lot of issues around clean food, around other elements with food and water. That's a very sixth thing with nourishment, right? Um, with those sorts of thematics that come in with that. I think it's also going to be about uh, the global community, how we can come together that way. Um, the caveats, of course, there's always going to be kind of the oppositional pull. Uh, one of the issues with the six is about judgment and about kind of strident controlling perfectionism. So on that end I feel like we're still going to be working with everyone saying I'm right and you're wrong and this is <laughs> the way it should right? This is the way it should be done. There's no other there's no other option here and I'm going to tell you what to do because it's for your own good. Right? It's kind of that Scolding parents, sort of, sort of finger wagging energy that comes with that, and then on top of that, just like you're saying, it's two zero two two, and the the, the zero in numerology is when it shows up, it is quite an intensifier. So it's really kind oh. of, right? It's really intensifying the energy of all those twos. And what does that bring to the table? It's very simpatico with the with the six. The two is is the lover, not the fighter. The two is the, the the number of emotional into intuitiveness. It is about relationships. It's all about that patient progress. It's about diplomacy, right? Mediation, peacekeeping, conflict avoidant. So it's it's more about the group. It's more about win-win. It's more feminine supportive energy. So you're gonna kind of fold that in to the six, which is also very nurturing and yet has its, you know, and both can have their rougher edges, right? And yet overall, it's going to be, I think about focusing again on global community and how we are going to work this out for everyone and not have a winner come out on top and a loser come out on the bottom, right? It's going to be more about how do we navigate and, and, uh, and mediate a win-win for everyone.
0: I hope so. (laughs) I really do. Um, You know, I think everybody I've been hearing talk about 2022, whether it's psychics or tarot card readers or astrologers, there's really this sense of hope but also understanding that we have some stuff we got to work through specifically from you know the past two years there are still some things we need to work out it's not like the page just flipped on the calendar and all of a sudden we have a clean slate we have a lot of things to work through Um, so everything you just Mm -hmm. said seems really in line with that and gives me some hope that we can get there we can be more innovative I'm curious too. I know that there is kind of an intersection between astrology and numerology. Are there certain planets that rule certain numbers? Will this year be ruled by any planets in particular?
1: You know, mostly I find that I, I look at them more as kind of to, to running a parallel course, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's mostly about the, the numbers are about, um, the, the, the numbers, the numerology of, of what's going on. And the astrology is planets and and stars and those sorts of things. Numerology to me is, is, um, more, what's the word I want to use? Um, is less fluid than uh, than the astrology because astrology is changing all the time. What we're doing is is it with the numerology is it's more systematic. It's more of a system because you 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 know you've got the universal year six. Next year will be seven. You have different. Different flavors and manners that it can come about, but you don't have the other influences, the eclipses, you know, the the other, you know, the other things that are coming into play that are adding some different elements to it. So I find that that the numerology is a little more. St- stable in that way in terms of thinking about it and then the astrology uh it's always doing the same thing and and working together it's just i find the astrology is more is more fluid um and if that makes sense i hope that makes sense
0: total sense you know um because like you said i think a lot of people are intimidated by astrology because to fully understand how any day is gonna affect you in astrology, you really have to understand your own chart and you have to understand the energies of the planets on that day. It's really not as simple as a basic horoscope as much as as people would love it to be, you know? Whereas I think numerology is a great, almost like, I don't wanna say it like negatively, but kind of like a gateway drug into spirituality, you know? Because Mm -hmm. if you're somebody who is practical and has a harder time reaching for that connection, Um, numbers are, like you said, a really practical, concrete way of looking at things. So we Mm -hmm. have this six-year ahead of us. We talked about what energy that's going to bring. But how do we figure out individually, you know, speaking of how these things affect us, how do we figure out how we will be affected as individuals through 2022?
1: Well, it's interesting because there, there is, you know, a couple layers here as there always are. Right. And so you can do as deep a dive as you want, but we're attempting to keep it as simple as possible. So, uh, again, for those of you who are like, I don't even, even know what numerology is how does this even work so that 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 six universal year is like that umbrella energy that we're all globally experiencing and then there's another cycle called the personal year cycle that uh that is much more of a direct influence on you as an individual so it and that is taken by adding together your month of birth your day of birth and then the current year So your, your year of birth goes to the sidelines for just a moment. And so for you, you are September 18th. And in this Mm -hmm. configuration, September is the ninth month. So that's a nine. Then the 18th is, uh, we're, we're always just doing simple addition here. So one plus eight equals nine. So nine and then nine, and we just talked about 2022 is a six, right? So then we're going to simply add those three numbers together, nine plus nine equals 18, 19, 20, 21. 22, 23, 24, so that is a 24 so you're like okay now what (laughs) in numerology we're always reducing to a one-digit number there are exceptions but the general rule is uh reducing to a one-digit number so two plus four equals six so you are actually in a six personal year within a six universal year so you're going to get a pretty direct um direct what direct conduit (laughs) to this energy of that nurturing uh and and all that and that can show up for you in personal year it's a it's a relationship evaluation year so the six Okay. okay so the six is all about uh as a personal year when it shows up as a cycle all about relationship evaluation and as corny as it may sound it's from it's from the inside out it's what is who am i what is my relationship with me right now in my life at this moment, Wait, right? Because nine years ago in your sixth year, you're going to be a different person uh, in maturity and everything else than you are now. So it's like, who am I now? What do I want? What do I need? And a spotlight is on relationships, relationship with you and then with everyone in your circle. I always say that this is the, the should I stay or should I go year or should it stay or should it go? And it's about uh, it's about asking that overall question: How do I love? What is my mm. love language? What is my love style? And how's that working for me? <laughs> and how do I want to be loved? Right. And so it's often plays out as uh, as really evaluating who's in your circle, who you relate with, who's in your relationship circle. And it can be a time where people you, you up the ante and up commitment and up all of that, or you let something go. In, in numerology, the six is also called the marriage and divorce energy. So it's like if you're in a relationship, usually you up the commitment and you, you know, do, you know, really commit to date night and maybe, you you know, up the engagement, you move in, you get married, you whatever that is. Or if you're in a relationship and it's not working, you go to therapy, you do whatever and you or, you know, or you say goodbye to it. It's also a very creative time uh, for for you at, when this six, but it's also going to bring some higher levels of response responsibility however you define that and home and family based stuff and that doesn't have to be bad in any in any way shape or form it just could be you know you're being called upon to do some more things and you're asked to modulate that not over give and not be irresponsible so there are a lot of different conduits that come uh, with that but it's often a very um in terms of numerology the six year and the two year are often a year where you really can find the one you really you know, it's relationship-centered uh, in that way. Makes sense.
0: Okay, I love this. This is great. All, it's already on my vision board. Like, it's it's great. And I I think it's funny too because Venus is retrograde right now, as I'm sure you're aware. So (laughs) for anybody watching who's also a six, or just you know the energy of the six in general for the year and the two and love and all those things, if it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like it right this second, just like wait until February because Venus. Just breathe.
1: It's a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. Don't
0: make the decision right now. Like, just don't.
1: (laughs) Exactly. You've got a whole 12 (laughs) months to move through the synergy and to move through the, you know, the process.
0: Okay. So that's my personal year. And that is calculated by my month of birth, my day of birth and the current year. But in numerology, the thing that I have um, seen as kind of the like your sun sign of numerology kind of like the basic if you're just going to look at one number is that your life path number
1: correct that is called your life path number and the way if you're if you're out there listening and you can you know pen and paper you got your calculator on your phone whatever don't do it if you're driving. Okay, please just wait till later. Reminder. <laughs> <laughs> or if press pause. Math in your head. Yeah, if you can do math in your head. More power to you. But I always say also, it's kind of like carpentry. Um, measure twice, cut once, right? Same with Definitely. numerology because if you're if you're off one number, you're really off because they're very, very different. So the way that, can we use your your... Um, yes. You're not, please. Okay. Use your birthday. So the way that you calculate this, there are of course different schools of thought about how to calculate numbers. Okay, um, and so I'll give you the way that I uh, have been taught as the more kind of proper way to do it, but there are other ways, and I'll kind of indicate those uh, afterwards. But. With that said, we're going to take your full date of birth. So it's September 18th, 1993. We're going to categorize those into three categories, right? We're going to do we're going to do the month, the day, the year. So September, easy enough. It's the ninth month, so that is a nine. So the 18th, we did that before. One plus eight that equals nine. So you have nine and nine. Now we've got the hard part, okay? The the hard math, people. Uh, 1993. 1 plus 9 is 10, plus 9 is 19, plus 3, 20, 21, 22. OK? I'm getting a little bit you, you, uh, I'm getting a little bit more advanced, but not really. 22 is a master number, OK? 11, 22, 33, those sort of repeating numbers like that uh, are considered master numbers. In this sequence, we do not reduce that. Otherwise, we would reduce okay. it to a four. But in, because it's a master number, I've been taught that you leave it as the master number. Um, so I'm not, a
0: master number?
1: Well, you have a master number as your year of birth. Yep as your oh, no as okay, your year okay, of birth okay. yes got it, got so it, got it. okay so now okay. we're going to add those three together and i'm going to go back to your response there because that is really that's so <laughs> cute it's so funny uh because everyone's like i want to be a master number i'm like hold the boat you might want to think twice about that uh oh, ask really? people with okay, master okay. numbers okay. yeah uh, it's more spiritual you know uh, uh opportunities and more intense challenges so it's it's usually okay. not Not particularly a little jaunt along the in the park there so um but with that to go back to the to the math here so we do nine plus nine plus 22. so i'm going to start with the with a higher number you know so 22 23 24 25 26 27 28 29 30 31 32 33 34 35 36 37 38 39 40 okay 40 is four plus zero that equals four yet again remember what we talked about with the universal year when that zero showed up um, Mm -hmm. with the two zero two two as an intensifier the same with you so you're like uber four you're like super four right okay you got your super four cape on but that's how you uh that's how you would get your uh life path numbers so if you're out there again uh, add twice, um, <laughs> add twice or three times, make sure you've got the right number. Another way of adding is by adding what, what I just cons- call the long way. Uh, it, other numerologists will add by adding it all together as one long math problem instead of segmenting it out. So that would be September is nine plus one plus eight plus one plus nine plus nine plus three. So that would be another way to, uh, to add that together. And you will, but
0: you'll get to the same number. regardless, You'll get to the right? same number
1: yep. regardless. It's just that as you go down again that rabbit hole and get more interested in the nuances and um, the the more spe- specificity that you can get, the two numbers before you reduce any number do have significance. They do. They mm. do play into uh, how the how it presents for you. But uh, once again so I wouldn't just knowing
0: that I'm like a twenty two year if I did it that way.
1: Correct. Co- well, you're not a twenty two year, you're a twenty two you, you your um your year of birth is birth. a twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So nineteen ninety three. I know it gets confusing, but um but nineteen ninety three. I appreciate this yeah yeah so it is uh and all of the all of the numbers have significance in one and just like in astrology right and wherever the house is wherever everything shows up so you can you can really do deep dives into this stuff but to start out is always the best to start with the basics and, um, you know, as a life path four, it's like knowing you're a Virgo. It's interesting because it is very Virgoian. Um, I would think it's even more Capricornian um, in really? the four. Yes, it's more, it's, it's got some similarities to both because the four in numerology, and let's remember this, the four is what, or the four for you as the life path, it's what you've checked in to do and learn. So it's kind of like I visualize we're over there on the other side and we're with the, you know, the catalog for the, for the, the, the school of life <laughs> on planet earth. And you like go, all right, I'll do that. I'll do that coursework. I, I have, a, I don't know anything about that. Um, or, Ooh, I kind of I took that course and I failed it before. Let me come back and do it. Right, either way, some one way or the other. And yet, uh, the four as a life path is a path of I call the four. You are the um, the artisan, the the systems builder. You're the teacher, right? This number is all about hard work, effort. It is uh, seeking uh, stability seeking security and so oftentimes you don't have that growing up or it's a little bit out of reach uh, and I also find that the four I think I put a little more emphasis on this than many numerologists but there's a lot of family um, stuff that is here everyone uh, every every human being has family issues right um, and yet the four it is a significant priority to create the family uh, of choice that you want and need to make you feel secure, stable, anchored, and um, and what and just loved and supported in that way, and that's a very significant pathway for you. Uh, but overall, the four is the teacher, tried, true. Even if you look at the number four and you turn it over, it looks either like a chair or like a box, right? Mm-hmm. So it is in numerology, it is foundations energy to get stuff done, just bring get a four. Because they're tenacious. It's about endurance. It is it is for the long haul, right? And it, in numerology, yeah. it's the number of limitation. So it's lit because the the four is like, it's black or it's white, it's this or it's that it's right or it's wrong. So Capricorn energy, (laughs) very much because it's all about accomplishment, all about results, all about something tangible, all about that. And it's it's really the slow, steady. It's about learning about the power of process, the power of systems, the power of that sort of thing. Um, It can be kind of grueling. Okay. And with your other numbers, it always is interesting to see what others, what other you know factors that you have in there. But with you, uh, the four overall is that that teacher, the system, assist- the 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 knowledge purveyor, like the one who can just soak it all up, lifelong learner. And then there's always the, the opposing forces and we'll ask your significant other about this. Well, I don't wanna to I don't wanna argue. I don't I do I will not argue, but let me tell you why I'm right. Okay. Is that
0: me. That's me. That's you. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> like actually I don't want to do this, but I just want to get the last word in and tell you how I'm seeing the situation, but like let's just close it there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, what I love about numerology and all of these is that it gives you the optimal what it's all about what you're really here to to work with and what you're, you know, what again, your your powerful uh, aspects of that are And then there's going to be the opposing forces all the time uh, Mm -hmm. during our life that we get to deal with either either the overactive or the underactive. So there are always going to be those caveats, right? Those challenges or tendencies that we have. And with the four, it's stubbornness, it's inflexibility, because the four is one of those those people. Since you're always seeking stability, security, certainty, it's hard to sometimes see outside the box right? Mm -hmm. And I always say the pathway for the four is to learn that you are inside the box and want to get out of it, right? And so kind of crawl out of it, shut that door and go stand on top of the box. Use it for your foundation, right? Use it for your anchor, but stand on top of it so that you can get more of a bird's eye view of what else is out there because one of the things that the four is best at is micromanaging and being really limiting in the way that they approach things, right? And so it's a matter of bringing other people in who can push you in to see kind of above the waterline. It's like, oh, I didn't even know that was an option, right? <laughs> so let's totally. bring that into play. Yeah, yeah, but hardworking, so spot hardworking. On. I
0: am hardworking. is for sure I think if you ask anybody they would say that but everything you said about home and family and challenges and like literally my mission in life is to be a good mother and create my own family and I'm not a mother yet Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um, you know I really believe that all of the hardships I have gone through already in my life just from my family have been those lessons I needed to fully step into that version of myself and to know what I want to create for my own family when that time comes. So I feel like that's just so reassuring and I'm so excited to like dive more into being a four. Like, yeah. And I love the visualization of standing on top of the box too. I've really, Mm -hmm. you know, astrology has helped me a lot with that as well, being so Virgo and I'm also a Virgo rising. So I've always really resonated with Virgo, but then kind of learning my other placements, learning about my north node in Sagittarius. Like when you said stand oh. on top of the box, I'm like, that's me getting out of the box, right? Like I have mm-hmm. to get out and explore and be free and have fun, which doesn't come easily for me. But yeah, that was a big moment for me in deepening my understanding of astrology as well, of like, wow, well, there were all these other parts of me and all this potential. So to hear you talk about those parallels with numerology is just so reassuring
1: it is really powerful i find to look at both and to see how they speak to each other right they're always kind of speaking you know saying the same thing pointing you in the same direction but you know giving you the same pathway just with with some different nuances of 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 information because with you your expression how it's kind of like your rising sign is an eight Mm And the eight mm. is, the pow- is the powerhouse number. It's about money, power, control, authority, financial, well-being, all of those things. It is the higher octave, I say, of the four. They're very congruent and simpatico. They're very in alignment. Um, but it's pretty hard-hitting, I got to say, you know, just so you know, in <laughs> <laughs> that way. And then you have this other aspect, though. So you have your soul urge. This is taken from the vowels in your name. That's a two. Oh. The two is that soft, and more the the ambition for the two is exactly what you just said. I want to be a mother. I want to have a family. I want to be, I want to be the point person in, and the ambition resides in relationship connection, right? More so than in outward accomplishment right in the and so this is an interesting kind of little duality that you've got going on, you want to accomplish in the world. And yet you also and that's why we live a long time, right, usually, (laughs) so that you can, so that you can do it all. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I think that I think, I think I remember Oprah Winfrey one time was asked, um, Do you believe you can have it all? And I remember her saying, Yes, I do. Just not all at once. Mm-hmm. So someone like yeah. you really needs to take that in because there will be times if you really you know because uh, when you have children and everything you can't you can't buy that back that time back right so you have to really b- balance and harmonize that and then your birthday uh, is that nine right the eighteenth is a nine that is mm-hmm. the humanitarian so the fact that you've been brought into you know your spiritual functionality at this young age which is a very young age and now you can you can have these uh these layers and these tiers of development you can do your family you can do your spiritual work because the nine is highly creative incredibly charismatic and here and here to lead to do what you're doing because you can't not do it and it's got to be to help uh others you know the 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 greater good in whatever way that you see that so your chart is a very interesting um interesting dynamic and when we start being able to see that and give ourselves permission to do what we're doing while we're doing it i think it's worth the price of admission right? (laughs) for knowing you're like oh i'm not failing you know i can i can do it all i just have to do what i'm doing while i'm doing it and i'll have time for all of it, as long as I know what all of it looks like for me. Yeah. Makes sense? Totally.
0: It makes perfect sense for exactly where I am right now in life, as you talked about this being a six year for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But also just, you know, my life path number, my expression. I like how you said an eight is a hard expression because, you know, tying it back to astrology, which is the language that I resonate with most. Mm -hmm. It's like, that four you talked a lot about virgo very earthy grounded ambitious qualities but the eight expression that's like my virgo rising like i'm not just a virgo i'm gonna show up and show you that i'm a virgo and show you like how yes precise i can be and how perfect i can be which um you know has bit me in the butt a few times in my life, for sure. Oh, no,
1: no, couldn't have.
0: <laughs> people are like, why are you trying so hard? Like, just Yeah,
1: it's like, be a chill it, human. take a Jill pill, <laughs> man.
0: <laughs> totally. So yeah. for other people watching, because I know we kind of talked about the life path number being that Mm-hmm. kind of the first, like your sun sign, that first number that might be a great introduction to numerology. Can you go through really quickly the different life path numbers, um, just to see if people resonate with theirs once they do their calculation?
1: Absolutely, and I'll do, this is again, oh my gosh, just the tagline, right? So the tip if you're the a one iceberg, life path, yeah. tip, tip of the iceberg, that you're the innovative <laughs> leader, learning about creativity, Self confidence, uh, the all the I words. Learning about self, independence, individuation, initiation. You are starts. You're beginnings. You're that entrepreneur. Entre entrepreneurial energy. That's a (laughs) mouthful sometimes. Um, And so again, that's the the leader meant to be taking the lead. But remember, when I talk about every single one of these, someone's going to go, that's not me. Remember, (laughs) it's the, the opposing forces come in. So every key word I say, think, ooh, it's hard for me to lead. My, yeah, my self confident, and sometimes I feel like I'm failing, and I don't, I don't fit in. Um, all of these things are very much a part of the one, and each number has that that oppositional pull. So the number mm. two, if you're a two life path, I call you kind of the intuitive diplomat. Again, the lover, not the fighter. You're about patience, developing patience. Everyone's favorite thing, right? uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> and, But about mediation, diplomacy, highly intuitively sensitive, um, very you, you know, the two takes a, a lot of things very personally because you very sensitive learning how uh, not to be take advan- taken advantage of by others. They're usually the the one who's very giving um, to the point of over giving until. They withdraw with resentment so that's the kind of the opposing force with the two but very loving and uh, very very focused on relationships and on group dynamics and the three life path is the creative communicator all about creative self-expression joyful uh you know it's joy optimism um and basically very emotionally sensitive these are the performers of the world Okay, meant to be, it's the impeccable word, uh, meant to be the power of words, whether it's acting, writing, broadcasting, uh, anything is in the wheelhouse of the three, Um, the four is that systems builder. Uh, The teacher, we talked about that with you. So people who are a fork and kind of of got the, you know, a little bit about that when we talked uh, about you and and your life path. The five is the sensuous freedom seeker, fun, fearlessness, adventure. (laughs) All of those very dynamic experiential energies that come with with the five. Very versatile, uh, natural salesperson, but they're the agent of change and they are the number of excess so a lot of experiential, again, that sensual, that tactile experiential uh, lifetime they're meant to, li- to lead. Very adventurous, travelers, those sorts of things. So the six is the nurturing visionary. The six is, again, that even if you look at the number six, it looks like a little pregnant belly. It's all mm-hmm. about... Um, Home, family, duty, service, self-sacrificing, very responsible, and learning how to be, uh, how to care for yourself, really as well as you care for others. Even though you're always going to be the more resp- the designated driver, so to speak, right? If you're a six, the seven is the analyst. And sometimes reluctant spiritualists. These are the people who are super brainiacs, but they're also really super psychic. But theirs is a really internal soul, um, soul expansive journey. Um, they're almost like the people on The Big Bang Theory, right? Really heady, really, and yet there's this intuitiveness. Uh, they're 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 learning how to um, how to be these fountains of wisdom that are related to that. Uh, the My eight partner is, is a
0: seven, and that was a seven? that was spot oh. on, yeah. Yes, <laughs> very yes. heavy.
1: very Yeah, very He's heavy. watching
0: right now, too. This is you,
1: you're a seven. This is you, honey, <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, yeah, it, and they're they're beautiful souls, and yet they have this they're like on a different planet, right? They're on a different wavelength, they're often really misunderstood. Fours and sevens, by the way, I find coupled very often, they really get along well. Really, know, that's just a a little sidebar um so interesting uh yeah eight eight is the ceo that met ma- that power f- house that material manifester all about um financial abundance it's about money power control authority and all that goes with that um it sounds sounds fun um but not really <laughs> It's it's a it's very intense. It's a very intense Mm -hmm. ride. And once again, I work with a lot of eights who are like, that's not me. Money is I hate money or I don't ever have any of it that. Yeah, you're an eight because you're always working with money and uh, working what it means to you, what it doesn't mean to you. All of those higher level things with that. The nine is the charismatic and uh, all, you know, creative altruistic humanitarian these are people who are um they're the they're beautiful wacky weirdos and i mean that in the and they're meant because they're they're kind of in numerology it's kind of a sacred number because we're we're working one through nine right one is Mm -hmm. beginnings new start self ego the nine is completions letting go surrender Uh, impermanence. It's all about giving, right? On a universal and and connecting with universal wisdom. But even if you look at some nine life paths to get an idea like Mother Teresa, Gandhi, and then Prince, Elvis Presley, Adele, uh, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, these vortexes, right? They're kind of these otherworldly cataclysmic vortexes of energy Greta Thunberg right she's another mm. nine so very wow. very very directed on what they want to do and give back to to humanity in whatever way shape or form right so that's there and then the then we have those master numbers 11 22 33 the 11 is the spiritual illuminator I always say to go back and look at look at the two because that's a foundational energy and then the and then the one and double it right? So you've got a lot mm. of interesting uh, polarity going on there. The master numbers are a whole other ball game. I've written a whole book on master numbers. That's how much you could talk about the master numbers. And the 22 is the master builder, and master teacher. Um, um, and the 33 is the kind is the teacher of unconditional love. Uh, and so they're, oh. they're high level callings, again, more spiritual potential Uh, more intense challenges, it's not easy. Marathon, not a sprint, Uh, so it's very (laughs) experiential if you have that master number.
0: Wow. Okay, well, that was amazing. Just a little breakdown of each number. Um, and at the end of this, we'll talk about where to go on your website, where to find out more, dive in, get a reading, whatever you offer to, if people are like, I need to know more. But before we get there, I just have one or two more questions for you. As you're going mm-hmm. through the life path numbers, you know, my brain goes to the astrology wheel and a lot of this of course mm-hmm. there are 12 houses on the wheel and nine basic numbers in numerology but going around the wheel there are a lot of the same themes as you're going up in the numbers why do you think that is i know a lot of people see numbers and astrology as just kind of a way to decode this reality right or this mm-hmm. lifetime we're living in why do you think there are such parallels and why do you think that these numbers resonate so deeply with people?
1: Well, it's what's so fascinating to me is that and, and even if we extend the 12 houses to the 12 numbers if we count 1 through 9 and then the master numbers 11, 22, 33, then we mm-hmm. also, you know, come up with 12 there as well. And I think truly what resonates with people is is this. It's this whole concept that, for instance, I can go and I can fill out a, a test online uh, for a personality. or a strengths finder or whatever and I actually did that the other day a friend of mine was doing something with the Enneagram or something and this is no disrespect to anything I love all of this stuff I think it speaks to whomever it speaks to and whenever it speaks to us and yet for me I'm answering these questions and I'm thinking you know it depends on what they mean by that, and it depends on where I am in, in any given day. One day, I, you know, it's like, how confident are you from 1 to 10? It's like, today I'm a 10, you know, and then <laughs> you know, yesterday I was a 2, and so it depends. So what I find really resonates with people is with, with as, astrology and numerology, you don't have to answer any questions. It's all there. You checked in with this, with this pathway. And it's just like you just need to know your name and your and your date of birth for numerology. You just need to know the other things for your astrology. You don't you you don't have to answer any questions. It's all there. And for me, it's very much like I, I like to use the metaphor of Morse code. So mm-hmm. if you know, if you know more, if you you know, if you walk into a room. And, some, and Morse code is going off on the Morse code thing, whatever it is, whatever they what you would call that. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. You walk in, mm-hmm. you don't know Morse code. It's just static, right? It's just whatever, it's just something. If you walk in and you know Morse code, you know the, the information and the data mm-hmm. and the intel that's being relayed. And it's very much the same thing with numerology and in many ways with astrology it is all there it's just you have to crack the code you have to learn the code you have to learn the and then learn the interpretive uh, art of interpreting it for yourself because I just got someone said uh, something on my YouTube channel that resonated with me he said you know I I've, I've looked at numerology a lot in the past and all of it you know is all well and good but I mean, I'm a this life path and I just don't find it specific enough and that it doesn't give me any actionable tools because this is just how I am. <laughs> and so and yet for me, it's like, yes, this is how you are. But are you are you in alignment with the highest and best and the optimal of it? And by knowing it, you can take responsibility for that.
0: Right, totally. Well, and then even I was looking at the report you sent me, which I'm so excited to read the whole thing. But, you know, you go through 2022 in this report and talk about the number of each month for me. Um, So I feel like there can be these actionable tools if you get a reading or dive deep enough into it get a, a great enough understanding of like okay, you know, in January this is going to be um I'm trying to get to that part of my uh <laughs> my reading but you know like it's a, a my five essence for oh no that's mm-hmm. for the whole year. Yeah. But, Okay, seven personal month for January. So knowing that it's a seven personal month for me, it gives me specific things that I can kind of focus on for the month,
1: right? It's very much like a horoscope. I mean, because I, and I actually, on my website, I do a monthly forecast for your, for you, Uh, And with your personal year. And what I want to do, what I want to tag back around to that comment that I was referring to is what I would tell that person if we were having a conversation is that, you know, it's up to you, like anything else, to take information and make it actionable and and act upon it right you can take all of this pie in the sky information and it's just out there that's why again I'm the practical numerologist I don't care about any of this stuff if it doesn't help me live a better life today right here on terra firma right so I can get I can get as woo woo as the next person but what but what is it what is it doing for me in this lifetime? I che- we checked in f- with this, you know, so how am I going to make the best of it? And it really is up to me to, to do it, to actually, because what I hear when someone says, I don't see any actionable tools, it's like, you, you want someone to do it for you? You know you uh, you're basically wanting wanting to have the tool kind of come in and clean the room for you it's like no this is a you know we give you the tool now you get to find figure out how to use it right you get to figure out what what resonates with you what works for you and that's the beauty of it is that you can have this information and there's so many there's a million different ways to put it into play and to put it into practice on a very, very concrete, in a very, very concrete way, in my opinion.
0: Absolutely, I think the same could be said for astrology, for Enneagram. I know people who are super into Enneagram and it's like you can say, okay, I'm a Virgo or these are my planets and that's it, but it's up to you to say, okay, how can I lean into this energy more or how am I not living up to my potential in this area of my life? And and that's a personal decision. If you're totally happy mm-hmm. with your life, like you said at the beginning of this, most people don't dive deep into these subjects mm-hmm. unless they are looking for guidance or looking for answers or purpose or all of those things. So yeah. one more thing you said is you don't want to get full woo-woo or you can get full woo-woo. I have to ask you a full woo-woo question. Okay. What does numerology mean to you in a spiritual sense? What has it done for you spiritually?
1: Um, other than everything, um, <laughs> it really has, for me, it's given me such an incredible way of understanding myself but also other people it's so validating and it gives me those key words key concepts first of all it's a permission slip not only that it's a mandate usually when i work with people they're like oh my gosh everyone's been telling me i shouldn't be this but that's who i am right and that's part of our pathway is is kind of you know me- meandering and making those detours sometimes and so what i love about numerology is that first, you know, uh, in the trenches validates who I am, why I'm here, what I'm doing. It gives me things to keep aligning with so that I know when I'm feeling off, I'm, I'm off and I have to come back to, I'm like, oh yeah, this, you know, this is a key concept for me in that way. It allows me to see other people, especially as a mother and especially having... You know, uh, it allows me to truly. I had that propensity anyway to see my daughters as ju- as as individuals, as people here on you know traversing their. I was. I'm just here to support their their process in whatever way I can. But numerology really drills that in: is that we are part of people's lives, but we are not it. And no, mm. and everyone has a different way. It's so um, freeing to yeah to go oh i don't have to be responsible for everybody else and force them into my way of doing seeing thinking feeling all of that as silly as it may sound it's a pretty monumental shift for most people because most people really want to you know to to control that um, with other people numerology allows you to see that you know variety is the spice of life <laughs> and the sooner that you realize that the better off you're going to be or the better off you're going to feel because no one no one people don't think the way you do they don't value the same things you do they aren't driven by the same things you are you know usually and when they are those are people who usually are your friends you know i mean it's, like you were saying the people who you draw in uh, uh, and friendships. But um, I just, it, it allows me a, just a higher level of experience on every every single level in my life. Um, and I can just see um, just the high, I just, I just, it just offers me an incredible experience of heightened everything. It's just like what you're talking about when you enter into a relationship uh, with astrology minded people that you can Say this thing, and you can just immediately go into that sort of conversation. Um, It allows for a lot of um, understanding and a lot of, in some ways, forgiveness, I think, in, in life as well yeah
0: I could say the exact same thing about astrology. That's why I yes. knew I needed to dive deeper into it because it did mm-hmm. unlock that sense of empathy and understanding of other people around me and not trying in my virgoness to change them or to make them live up to certain expectations, to just see them as they are. And it sounds like numerology or I understanding now yeah. that numerology can give you that same experience. So,
1: Absolutely. i'm so
0: grateful for all i've learned in this conversation and i feel like you know this is just the beginning i'm excited to keep learning about numerology
1: yeah i i just love it i i, I don't know how i'd live without it now <laughs> it's yeah not, and I, it's kind of funny i yeah.
0: get it totally okay so we end all of our interviews with um a card pull i'm going to just pull from a basic tarot deck because You know, we have a lot of numbers in the tarot deck, so I thought that would be good. But while I'm shuffling this up and getting ready, I'm going to pull up your website. And if you can just go ahead and tell people what you're offering, what the best way to learn from you or get in touch with you is, I would love that.
1: Oh, absolutely. So if, if you are numerology curious, uh, this is the portal for all things numerology. I, I hope that's the, that's the design anyway, or uh, the desire and design. So it's feliciabender.com. I've got great um, free resources there. We've got life path videos. Um, they're connected with my YouTube channel. We've got a lot of things going on there so that you can watch. Uh, and we've got monthly forecasts. they free as well. You can follow uh, every month to get a, an outline of what's going on for you numerologically that way. Um, in terms of your own profile, you can order those on my on my website. I've got courses that you could take that are online and uh, a couple books that you can order as well i have one i'm i've got another book that's going to be launched in the next oh uh, we'll see uh, in the next six weeks or so i hope uh, the prac the the ultimate guide to practical numerology it's a uh, um you know your path and purpose is going to is going to be coming out soon and it is really going to be a depth and breadth of numerology hoping to be simple but in-depth to learn how to read your chart and then uh, right after that i'll be offering a a numerology for entrepreneurs course which i'm really excited about that'll be an eight week kind of really uh intense program so that'll be coming up as well
0: i love that so do you suggest people get their full report from you first, or where do you think if someone is brand new that they should start?
1: I think starting out with if you even go on my website and go you go start here. Um, that's mm-hmm. uh, you can start there. I think simply knowing your life path number. So if you go to life path, we have a calculator there. And it will calculate it for you. And then there are descriptions uh, that you can scroll down to. There's written descriptions and also uh, video. So that is a great place to start out, to just figure out what your life path number is, see how that resonates with you. And then if you really you know get hooked, you can go and order a chart, see all of your numbers, and then take it from there. But just like astrology, it's best to... to figure out your sun sign first, right? You can't, it's kind of that basic foundational tool uh, that you need to figure out, to to identify with your chart and then, and then go deeper after that.
0: I love all the resources you have on your website. I'm excited to explore it even more. And the last thing I have to ask you before I pull this card, because you have it just so dialed in on your website, like you are definitely, you know, you've got this profession down, but you said you didn't discover numerology until what your thirties. So, what were you doing before this career?
1: Oh my goodness! So, um, I, I'm a three life path, and I'm I am the poster child for the three. I have done I have had many manifestations and many and many um, careers. So, I was you know, wife and mother and did mm-hmm. the kids. I got a I got a, earned a doctorate during that time. Then I was, uh, I worked at a newspaper for a little while. I did some uh, freelance writing And then I got into real estate. Oh, in in between, I did the energy work. I did the -hmm. the energy work with clients. I got into real estate, became a broker. I did fix and flips. I did investment properties. I did design uh, with that and did buy and sell. And then I got really hooked into the numerology. I was doing that simultaneously. And then finally was like, I just really want to make this my full-time gig. I was really just I just love working with clients I work with clients very regularly I do groups and that sort of thing so um, I just really love it so that's what that's what I do now so there's I mean you know it all it all it all somehow comes together right
0: <laughs> right so multifaceted I, I love it okay yeah. well this is the card I pulled the lovers so it seems fitting with a lot of the things you were saying about the two. 2022, potentially the sixth as well. I will pull up the description and the little book here because I am not a tarot expert, but here's what it says. You have a beautiful soul honoring connection with another. You successfully integrate dual forces into a United State. You face a choice of the highest moral grounds. Does that resonate with the year ahead you think or maybe that's just for me?
1: Oh, well, it always has its, it's always, you know, that ponderousness. It's like, ooh, that could, Mm -hmm. that could apply here or here or here. So I think it's always about that processing through it and, uh, and figuring out exactly where it lands, right?
0: Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. if anybody is looking for love in 2022, this is a good omen for you. I don't know what Mm -hmm. your life path number is, but pulling the lover's card I feel, I also just keep hearing the message of 2022 from whoever that like love relationships yes. are really going to dominate the story this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very yep. fitting that we have even with, lovers. Even
1: with Ve- Venus in retrograde, it's everyone getting, getting their Venus internally calibrated, right? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: I like that that uh, way of describing a retrograde for sure because I, I am like that silver linings person like it's not all bad you know this is a time of reflection this is a time yeah. to really mm-hmm. um, assess your own values and love and money and relationships so but again Venus yes. is only retrograde through the end of the month so if it's been a rough one for you just get just breathe yep. <laughs> yeah just breathe yeah. what's it yeah. showing you you know all the things yeah exactly all right Well, thank you so much for joining me today. What a pleasure. Such a fun conversation. I can't wait to just keep learning about numerology. And I'm so grateful you came on and shared your knowledge with us.
1: Thank you for asking. and, uh, And this will be a great 2022 for you in your sixth personal year. And so we'll have to to reconvene at the end of the year and see how it played out for you. So I would love Mm -hmm. that.
0: (laughs) Well, I can't wait to keep connecting with you, keep learning from you. And to everyone who watched this live stream, thank you so much for joining us today. If you didn't catch the full thing, this will live on YouTube and thespiritualjournalist.com forever. And it'll also be published as a podcast in the next 24 hours. So lots of ways to... Connect with Felicia as well as at her website, feliciabender.com. And uh, we'll be back with more interviews next week. But until then, stay curious. Thank you so much for joining our discussion today. If you enjoyed this episode of The Spiritual Journalist, you can find more on thespiritualjournalist.com or you can listen to our conversations wherever you enjoy podcasts. And if you want to learn more about astrology, join me live every weekday morning on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter for Transits Today, where we break down the energy of the day based on the movement of the planets and start our morning off in a high vibe. All of the information we share on The Spiritual Journalist is completely free to you. So if you'd like to support more content like this, the easiest way to do so is to subscribe to our YouTube page, head over to The Spiritual Shop on our website and buy yourself a little something. Or if you're feeling extra generous, you can buy me a coffee to fuel future live streams. Just tap the link in the description or head to buymeacoffee.com and search The Spiritual Journalist. I'm so grateful you found us here and I can't wait for our next conversation.